Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, I'd like to welcome you. You're very welcome. Thanks for being with me on the channel today. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that. Click the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p so that you have a good clear picture to work with. Continuing the prophecies in the America series, I am going to stay on theme with the previous video. And the prophecy that I received is also very new. It's probably 18 days old now, or 17. It's called The Center Will Not Hold. I got it on January the 30th, 2021. So all these, as I was saying, I am receiving a lot of prophetic download from the Lord. These are dreams. These are open visions that God is giving me during the day as I'm just engaged in ordinary tasks. And from what I can tell, God is concerned at the moment with America understanding the future that he has earmarked for her. I said in the previous video, and I read it, out the prophetic word that the Lord has given that said that he will not relent concerning the judgments for this nation. There are many people who send me email and ask me, but surely the Lord will repent of his um, choice. Surely the Lord will turn and not bring judgment upon us if we pray. And what I say to them is understand that the Lord says that if I have determined evil against a nation and that nation being minded or being told or being aware of the evil that I have against it, then turn from its evil, repent and cleanse itself. I also will repent of the evil that I had determined against it. But if I had determined good to a nation or good to a man because of his righteousness, and he turn and he doeth evil, I also shall repent me of the good that I determined to do him, and I will repay him in full according to his works. So what the Lord God has shared in multitudes of the prophecies that I've brought forth, excuse me, please. Um, what the Lord God has shared in multitudes of the prophecies, so many of the prophecies that I brought forth is that America will go through this process of hardening. And I know it's kind of hard to hear because when, when somebody is telling you things from sort of beyond your present reality, when somebody is telling you things uh, from the future, so to speak, and you're here in the present, when you hear it, your natural response is and should be, what can I do to change it? We've all grown up on movies with, you know, Marty McFly talking to, to that doctor, I forget his name now, with the crazy hair, like, oh, doc, you know, my parents didn't get married in the future, and if they don't get married, I don't get born. What do I do? We're used to these time travel movies that tell us that if we receive information that is trustworthy from a future-based source, right, that we here in the present time can change our conduct and therefore affect the outcome. And in up to a certain point, the Bible does teach that. The Bible does teach that if God as a parent will warn an individual and say, watch how you're walking, watch what you're doing, because the way that you're walking doesn't please me, and soon I will turn and strike you, it's then up to that individual, obviously, to turn and avoid being struck. There's a story in the Bible, New Testament, just to show you that God does not change to those who think 
that a lot of the stuff with people being hit with lightning bolts and falling right into the belly of the earth, straight into live volcanoes and stuff like that, just in case you wonder where Korah and his family went when they challenged Moses, it was straight into the belly of hell, live. When you fall into the earth, you're not going to where the Smurfs live. You're going straight into molten rock. Thus was how the Lord behaved. So there's a story in the Bible, New Testament, which goes to show that God still doesn't play those games in modern times. Ananias and Sapphira were modern, or should I say New Testament believers who saw the movement of the church, joined the movement of the church, probably got swept up in the hallelujah glory movement as Christians tend to do. And the Bible says that in those days, the church in Acts held all things in common. So they were living in a kind of community where whether you were rich or poor, it didn't matter. And this was very important in those days. This is why the Romans and all other civilizations were so threatened by Christianity. Christianity was a, a religion, a faith that did away with class lines and borders. Christianity opened itself up to everybody. As long as you had faith in this God. It didn't matter if you were Caesar himself or if you were the lowest slave working in some master's kitchen. You guys became brothers. You became comrades in arm. You became in the eyes of the eternal God the same. And in those days, class society, pretty much like it is now, was embedded in stone and rock. It was the foundation of ancient civilizations. You can't have a slave woman sitting in the same table or the same level as her mistress. What an insult to the mistress. People could slap you to the ground just for answering them wrong when you were a slave. Even modern slavery was like that. And so this religion was a great threat. But the book of Acts says that the church was operating different from the world system. It was getting a lot of attention. And Ananias, a man, and Sapphira, his wife, joined the church and paid attention and observed that the rich and the poor were bringing all that they had, whether it was a wheat or a little turtle dove or a sheep or tons of farmland, and coming and saying, I've received Jesus and I just feel in my heart that I want to give this farmland or I've sold my farmland and I bring the money for the building of the church. He and his wife had a piece of land and they wanted to get in on this. Let's be a part of the church and part of the blended lifestyle and give what we have. They sold the land and nobody forced them to bring the whole. They did not have the infilling of the spirit or they were not moved by the spirit to give the whole. They kept back a part of the money for themselves and then brought back the rest of the money and gave it as if it was the whole of the money. And the apostle asked, is this all the money that you have sold? Because he had received information from God, obviously, that it was not. And the man lied. And right there, God struck him. Right there, God struck Ananias and he died. And they, they picked him up quickly because that kind of thing will wreck any dinner party, right? So they picked up the dead body quickly and hustled it out to go and bury it, probably because you couldn't have dead bodies hanging around before sundown. That's another thing. His wife came in a little later and did not know that her husband was di had died. Nobody told her. And the, and the apostle asked her again. I think it was Peter. He asked her also, Sapphira, the money that you guys brought to help for the edification and the building of the brethren and the cistern, was it all that you sold from the land? Peter wasn't trying to say you have to bring us all the money. Peter was trying to say just what the Bible says. God loves a cheerful giver. Give according to your faith. Give according to your heart. Nobody's forcing you to do more. 
But she lied because she wanted to appear probably as righteous as the people who were giving away their whole cow or their whole field or their whole whatever. And she said, yes, it was all. And immediately, as soon as the words left her mouth, God hit her also. And she dropped dead. And they hustled her body out and probably buried her next to her husband. So what I'm trying to say is this. The penalty and the wages of our sin is death. And if we receive information from the future warning us and cautioning us, is this all the money? You need to come clean and say, God, you know what? I did keep a part of it back for myself. I was worried about my bills, worried about my kids, worried about the dog's appointment, and I only brought a part. When a person deals with God like that, in honesty, God will deal with that person's soul with, with mercy and not with justice. But when a nation continues to exist, I am righteous. I am a queen and shall not know sorrow. My sons are the strongest in the army. My army is the most weaponized on earth. Then what you will find is you will receive no mercy from the Lord and your penalties shall be harsh and they shall be constant until you're staggering back like someone receiving body blows to the solar plexus. Until you're weak, until you're decimated, until you're broken. So I tell people the truth on this channel. We are receiving information from the future. But what the Lord is saying is that he's already gone ahead to the future and he's already seen America's response. And America's response is that I will not repent. I will not change my ways. I will not turn my feet from the path of evil. And so when God is sending this information back from the future, he's not sending it back out of wickedness. He's sending it back to let us know, I already saw what you picked. This prophecy is called, The Center Will Not Hold, January 30th, 2021. And Chaldea shall become plunder. All who plunder her shall be satisfied, says the Lord. Jeremiah 50 and 10. Plunder is what you take from war. Plunder is basically the outcome of what you get after you enter into someone's home or someone's storehouse or someone's bank account, basically the place where a person has kept and protected their special interests in life. Plunder is what you get as the winner in a fight. You beat someone first and then you get to take all that they have. The second scripture is this, come against her from the father's border, open her storehouses, Cast her up as heaps of ruins and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Jeremiah 15 and 26. So God told me, Celestia, America will be ashamed before the whole world. That's how the conversation started. America will be ashamed before the whole world. Global shame international shame the kind of shame that tv is carrying non-stop he says that it will be shame that has not been witnessed since the time that she was formed as a nation until now everything about the united states will spiral downward and backward so not only plummet but also regress and lose all the progress and the center will not hold now, for the center of anything to give way, it means that a great process of disintegration has taken place. Why? Because the center is the core of a thing. I said this in a, in a, in a past video not too long ago. 
The core of a thing is the center. This is the place where all strength comes from. This is the place where the spine is aligned. This is the place where the legs and the hips are um, bodied to keep their strength. This is where your arms move from. This is what this is what your neck is attached to to keep your head up. This is the center. When this is affected, posture is bent and broken. Integrity is lost and strength is also affected. The core of a thing is what holds it together. But God says that from the politics in this country, which is, by the way, a God that too many people worship, if you're that person where you almost get like a twitchy twitch if you can't watch the news and hear what Mitt Who and Nancy Who had to say, if you can't sleep on a 24-hour cycle until you tune into Newsmax or CNN or JNN or PNN or WHONN, you have a problem and you are not preparing yourself for the times that are to come. Don't let the alphabets on TV control your thinking, your mind, and your mental processes. Because when God snatches them and snatch them, he will. You will be utterly lost and you won't have a rudder because all the truth that is in you comes from them. And when they can't navigate you anymore, you will be so stuck. He says from the, from the politics to the policy making, from the economy to the government, to even the day-to-day -day decisions in the running of the American household as well as the nation. So the, the household at the lower level and then the nation at the aggregate level. God says that the structure of the United States will weaken and shatter and it will all come tumbling down in one great public outcry of shame. The nation will be put to shame. This nation shall be put to shame and then divided by her conquerors who will cast lots for her clothing, just as the clothing of Christ was divided by lots among Rome's soldiers. So God began to talk to me and I began to see. He said they will bring out the fine treasures from beneath the cooled, private, temperature-controlled rooms and the storehouses that they have hidden them in. And I saw people bringing out chests. I saw people bringing out uh, art that had probably never seen the light of day since the owner or the private collector or the museum that was keeping it secret that was not even making it a public exhibition but was just hiding it for only private guests to come and look at they began to bring them out and these were soldiers bringing them out so i saw men that had their weapons at rest on their back you know you hang your gun on your back and it's pointing up i saw uh, men like that bringing out these treasures and the lord says that um, america has untold wealth of art sculptures, paintings, monuments, fine treasures that are kept away in private collections that never see the light of day. Said art is smuggled here daily. And I put that in caps because I've heard it so many times from him. Art is smuggled here daily. It's brought here in unpublished sales from museums and other treasure holdings around the world. So the Lord has revealed that there is a whole secret art trade behind the art trade that is public. You hear, oh, the Mona Lisa was loaned to the Louvre or it was loaned 
to the Picasso Forum or whatever. And then you see this movement of art that takes place in the public forum. You can easily check the Wall Street Journal or check any of these other um, international publications and read about it publicly. But even more frequently than that, there is the movement of pieces of extreme wealth that you never hear about, pieces that move probably wrapped in 500 layers of Brazilian cotton. I don't know. At night when everyone is sleeping and they're taken into private rooms that have specific temperature controls so that the paint is not affected. The legacy of peoples is buried under the hills of America, says the Lord. So to all those who say that Mystery Babylon has no hills, Jesus disagrees with you. Hear me speak. Private wealth collections are holding artifacts and items that peoples around the world have been crying for to have them restored and returned to them for centuries. Some countries have despaired of ever getting their precious items back. Just like Great Britain before her, America has stolen so many things and refuses to give them back. But she holds on to them and she holds them captive in public viewing houses known as museums. America displays the historical riches of other nations as a source of pride for themselves. So you go over, you rob other people, beat them up, take things that are extremely precious to them, bring them home as plunder. Remember the word I used in the beginning. Plunder is the reward for going to war and beating someone who is weaker. Then you take whatever they have, especially the things that you see them weeping over, the things that are extremely precious to them, the things that when, when the captors begin to touch it, even the strong men of that nation, even the strong men of that tribe begin to weep because maybe it's a religious artifact or maybe it's the head of the last pharaoh before they switched over to a democratic government whatever it is you take their precious treasures and then you bring them here and then you build houses for them and then you charge money to see them and then you call it history but the problem is that it's not yours it never was and I want to say on this channel that we need to understand one of the commissions that the Lord has given me is that the world needs to know and be informed that God said before Jesus comes back, every single thing will revert to its original state. Now you can take that as a scary declaration or you can just take it as something to ponder. But for me, I take it as something to ponder. I really, really, I ponder on it. God says that everything will revert to its natural state. In fact, Revelation 17 and 18 even show a massive exodus from Mystery Babylon. And I've shared that on this channel many times that I have seen in HD, um, 5D, IMAX uh, visions that people fled this nation like bullets. They left their wealth here, whatever it is that they had, they decided that it was not worth dying with America, being blown up with America, going through America's hardships and starvation and lack of electricity and just the way that the country fell into. In the visions that I've seen, this place became worse than a third world nation because there's no third world nation on the earth that I know that has zombies. 
it became the worst Mad Max purge anarchy destroyed environment that you could ever hope to leave to live in and people left in droves they hit the airport they took their kids they left everything and they went and god says that at the end of days every person will return to their possession and this includes things and things and artifacts that people have lost they've been crying for them to most of these western nations actually and they, they're not even bothered. Occasionally, they will send your own thing back to you on a loan. But then they always send their, their guys to get it back. Because it, it belongs to them, of course. And so God says, in time to come, all of this that they took from others will be stripped away. Hear this. God says that the Russians will not even leave the nails and the rivets of America in their place, but will pick each one out for scrap metal. They will carry it all away. That is all. That is the end of the prophetic word. From what I've seen of the Russians, they're extremely meticulous. I don't know any. What I know is what I see in the prophetic visions and i always wanted understood that even if you're a russian and you come and you come to the blog and you come to the video whatever i'm saying is not personal to you i have to render faithfully what the lord is saying about the role the nations will play i have to be true to that it's a prophecy on my blog where um god crowned putin himself putin is a specifically selected end times leader there are leaders who will play certain roles in the end times and nobody's personal opinion let me hear you let me let me clarify for you nobody's personal opinion is going to take those men and those women out of the roles the slots the slots that have been appointed for them in the earth come hell high water public voting public outcry even if their nation is shaken those men and those women will remain in their position why because god has said this person has a role to play in my plan that man has a role to play this i have seen he is the man who said in the vision, send for their flesh. And soldiers came here to America and took the people, stripped them naked, put them on boats as they did to the African-Americans and shipped them off to Russia and China. God will be the witness of these words. They're his words. There's an entire series called, um, I think it's called America in Chains. The Slavery Chronicles, a whole four or five part series that the Lord gave me, starting first with why America will suffer such a painful punishment and then moving on to who will administer that, that punishment, China, Russia. And then the third part comes, uh, was why America will not escape that punishment because I saw a group of Americans and they were trying to prevent the cup of God's wrath from pouring out. That's part three of the Slavery Chronicles vision. I'll just link part one. And if you want to, you can go and just read and click the next one until you read all five. 
So it started with what slavery is and why it's an evil, and then it moved to a live action vision of America taken into slavery naked on the boats. And I have seen more naked people than my one self needs to in this life taken into slavery from this country because of unrighteousness, because of hatred of God, and because of refusal to repent because of how they lived their lives in sexual perversion and God paid them back in full. Everyone who lived like that, including Christians who were involved in sexual immorality and perversion with their crosses on their necks, naked, zip tied. They went to Russia and China to work as slaves, as workers and as sex workers until they died. The third one was repentant Americans, praying Americans, trying to prevent the cup of God's wrath. It was a huge bowl like this. They were trying to hold it up like tiny little figures, trying to prevent it from falling. And that cup was filled with so much anger and rage of God. All the punishments of the things that America had done. See the blood to drink prophecy. They were trying to hold it up, but they were so few, just a few men and women trying to prevent this sense of a nation from falling over. Of course, the cup fell over. And what was inside was so acidic that as they were struggling to stop it from falling, little bits of the liquid fell and splashed and completely burned acidic holes in the flag. And in the last two, God spoke to two specific people groups in this nation. On this channel, God says that everything will go back to its origin. So that is the prophecy of plunder. How those who beat and stole will be beaten and robbed. Full circle. The center will not hold. January 30th, 2021. I am Celestial. Thank you for being with me. I think this will be the last one for today. May the Lord bless and keep you as always. And until I see you again, goodbye.